0: Welcome back, everyone, to a very special 50th episode of the Theatre Thoughts podcast. My name is Justin. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. If you're our returning listeners... Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the podcast. So, I'm currently live at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. As you're hearing this, I suppose, I might be in London now or I might be back in Australia, but at the time of recording, I'm in Edinburgh and I'm experiencing the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. So, for those of you who don't know what the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is, it's essentially a month-long festival that I guess the only thing I can compare it to is like the Glastonbury of theatre. So, you have music, art, theatre, and that includes musicals, stand-up, absurdist comedy, improv, Shakespeare. Everyone comes to Edinburgh in terms of the artists in the world to put on new shows, do stand-up, try to get themselves known, get their work out there, get their work discovered, get their work reviewed, and hopefully kind of see where the life of their show and their performance and their art has after Edinburgh. So if you want to think about artists and names that have been discovered at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, think Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Think Fleabag, think Six the Musical, think The Play That Goes Wrong and Mischief Theater. So that's just to name a few, I suppose, as well. So what I've got for you all to listen to is a bunch of artists who I met at a media night where essentially they were there pitching their shows for different reviewers and media people to come and watch and review and write and promote. So I've got different conversations from each one of these amazing artists, just having a bit of a brief chat about their shows. So you can kind of get a bit of an idea of the flavor of some, and I mean just some, Of some of the shows that are available at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Now the reason I say some is because there are hundreds of shows for you to see. You could be there every single day and see a show every single day and you would not have even scratched the surface of what is available to you. So please enjoy this very special 50th episode of the Theatre Thoughts podcast. I'm gonna be coming back to premiere season three at some point in the year. You may see a bit of a change in the style of the podcast as well as when it's gonna come out, mainly because I'm endeavoring to involve our theatre thoughts within that, it's the, obviously the name of the podcast, but I also wanna extend it to the different areas of performance. So this may include films and TV, as well as other different chats and theatre discussions around the idea of performance and art itself. Thank you once again, and please enjoy.
2: So my name is Megan. I'm the current president of the Oxford Bells, which is Oxford's original all-female and non-binary acapella group. Um, and we were established in 1995 to try and combat the male-dominated acapella scene at Oxford.
0: Very good. Uh, and so your show is uh, Akating Out. Yes. Uh, which I love the name, it's very acapella. Um, very much pitch perfect, isn't it? Absolutely. So what makes you stand out from like the rest?
2: So we only sing female written and produced songs for a starting point. We also have killer choreography, a lot of sass. Uh, we come from Oxford University and Oxford Brookes University. Um, and we're, we're an incredibly diverse group of people from international students, people from the UK, people from minority backgrounds. We kind of represent every woman, I would say, or at least every woman who likes to sing or listen to some singing. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, Amazing. And so um, you started The Fringe, well, by the time everyone listens to this, you will yes. have done the run. But what's, like, what's something you're really looking forward to with this run at The Fringe?
2: Um, I can tell you a very specific moment in our show that yes. I'm going to look forward to every single time. And that's after our bow. We always do a little huddle at the end of our show. Um, and I think it's... There's there's this element, especially within singing and amongst women, that there is always this that sense of competition. Um, we don't audition for solos in our okay. group, as opposed to a lot of other a cappella groups have one soloist throughout. We have a spreadsheet, yep. and we make sure everybody has the exact same amount of solos because we bring people in because we are obsessed with their personality and also their voice, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of in that moment when we huddle up are able to share in that like feminine joy um, that kind of comes with the lack of competitiveness and the lack of sort of vying for the attention on stage. Um, And yeah, just celebrate an amazing run, fingers crossed. (laughs) That's so good. Yeah, I'm
0: very excited for you. I'm hoping I can get to see you while I'm here. Yeah, amazing. (laughs) Well, I'll ask you a couple of theatre thoughts questions uh, that I can kind of like piece together. So um, my first one is, um, what's the best production you've seen recently? At Fringe? Just in general, I guess.
2: Ooh. Um, So I saw a play up here called Four Felons and a Funeral um, last week when I was up here with TikTok. And um, the show was basically about the premise of these for friends or not quite friends um, kidnap their friend's ashes who oh. was unfortunately very sick because him and his family didn't get along very well and he they take the um, the ashes on this road trip to try and pour them in a, a vat of Guinness at the Guinness factory that sounds great um, and it's, it was amazing it was hilarious it was a musical it was everything you could possibly want from a piece of a piece of musical theatre um, and I really enjoyed it and I really hope that they, they make it big somehow
0: excellent yeah well thank you so much and, um, of
3: course all the best <laughs> Thank you so much. Hi, my name is Jessica Muna, and my show is called Pieces of Us. It is a metamodern, political verbatim-style show in which an American artist interviews five of her fellow citizens about grief in the 21st century. Excellent.
0: And you're going up at the Fringe, well, this week at the time of recording, but yes. who knows when people listen to it. Yeah. And what are you most excited for We're bringing this to the Fringe?
3: I think... I'm really excited to talk with people about it. I think um, this might sound kind of silly, but um, I I lost my dad when I was 12. And so I think about this kind of stuff, like what's the meaning of life Mm. all the time. And so many of my decisions I've made in my life were informed by that experience. And so funnily enough, death plays is a term I keep hearing thrown around a lot, this okay. fringe. Yeah. And there's a lot of plays about grief and, and those kinds of questions, and I'm just excited to talk about it. Finally, mm. people want to talk about it with me, because think like that's, years... Do
0: you think that's uh, a result of like covid oh yeah absolutely
3: yeah. and for okay. me it sounds terrible but i was like finally everyone yeah. knows what i'm talking about god <laughs> share my pain well, it's not even the pain but like yeah it's crazy right life is crazy isn't yeah. it yeah. and for the last 20 years it's just been me and everyone's like no it's normal do you want to go to the pub and i'm like no it's crazy what are you talking about so for me it's like finally i feel like um i don't know that i it's just something I think we can talk about so I'm really excited to share it with people and I'm really excited to talk with people about it after because I think the topic itself is important yeah definitely interesting
0: yeah no I agree I think like making that more um, just like socially acceptable to talk about I think it's really nice yeah
3: and as I and I was was saying to you out there Something that I think a big thing that this play is about is it's within the context of American capitalism. So as I, in a context of capitalism where profits, quarterly profits constantly have to go up or resources in some weird imaginary world of some person, resources never run out. Mm. But that, that isn't earth.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
3: so this notion of constant growth, constant profit, more, 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 more it's not sustainable and um but so we end up having to live our lives in that way and would we would our lives have better would we have a better quality of life if we created space to talk about grief and really contemplate it would we Mm. cherish life more would hope have more meaning if we allowed ourselves that space to look at something that is actually quite natural
0: yeah and even beautiful and you speak about it so eloquently as well so you've clearly thought about it i've
3: clearly thought about (laughs) it a lot (laughs) excellent i mean i'll tell you um this is a bit of a non sequitur it's it's sort of related to the show but so when my dad passed away i received flight benefits from his employer oh right and so i decided to take a trip around the world to extend the length. Of his life, yeah. and my my father passed away unfortunately, sort of at the hands of a for-profit American medical system.
0: Right. Okay. Um,
3: it was proven in malpractice litigation that he did not receive the treatment oh, that he needed, right. which is a result of capitalism. Yeah. Of course, so, yeah. Um, so I started traveling to sort of honor him, mm. to remember him. This is what he left for me, and to extend the reach of his life. And I had gotten into a drama school when I was twenty. Yeah. But I was like, well, I could do that, or I could do this. And it has been the most life-changing experience. And I was busking around the world and doing arts outreach and a lot of theater teaching in different parts of the world, cultural exchange, and I ended up winning a scholarship to study music. That's and great. theater in South Africa, where yeah. I met my partner. Oh, lovely. And I lived in South Africa for five years. Yeah. And he has British ancestry, and now I've been living in London for... For six or seven years so that's like amazing. it literally changed the course of my life yeah yeah just by acknowledging the fact mm. of that loss yeah. in some way I don't know so for me it just I feel like we can choose to give things beautiful meaning mm. if we let ourselves actually take a moment to think about what it is yeah you know what I mean
0: I do I do I understand I love Same. that I think that's great the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: I'm Holly. Uh, I'm the writer from my show, but I'm also uh, doing producing with a friend um, and my show is called Dazzling, and it's a one-woman show, and it's about love and art and addiction, um, and what that looks like when you're a very obsessive person. It's quite dark. It's very emotional and intense. It's very like intimate. Um, it's kind of it's con- very like confessional in style. It's oh, sort okay. of um, the actor is that in the romance really like pours her heart out to you. There's a lot of crying and yeah. panic attacks and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I think it's also funny. There are like, yeah. kind of fleabaggy moments of Love like. It.
0: It's a recurring thing at the fringe. Everyone's about baggage. to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, everyone yeah. wants
4: to be Phoebe Waller Bridge. So yeah, whenever, yeah. whenever I say <laughs> that, I'm like. Stop.
1: But you take it with a pinch of salt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I saw her speech at the Fringe. Literally, like I was watching it on social media, and I oh was my like, god. I cannot believe she started her show. Yeah, that yeah. is like insane to me. I'm like, I'm in the same space. Yeah, yeah. that her show has. I was touched. kicking
0: myself that I didn't get here like a week earlier. <laughs> yeah, so I would have been in the this same is... space as her, and I would have just been like, ah. Oh, yeah,
1: she <laughs> was, was everywhere. She, she was saw every show.
4: show. Yeah, she was doing
0: firing, wasn't she? Firing. Yeah, she was, she was actually out doing yeah. firing. Oh my yeah. god,
4: no! I saw I just kept seeing her and like. There was a show that I was following on Twitter that was another one-woman show and this became like a huge thing so... I think, I think they were doing, like a, it's, it's like a it's a don't know if it's play or a stand-up show, I didn't actually know that much about the show, mm. um, but they posted on Instagram, and they were like, uh, oh, it was really sad, because I only had one person
1: in my audience oh, today. Oh, no, I've seen this, yeah, and I've seen like, this. Oh, but they just brought their friend along. I've got yeah. a funny story. So, when we were on The Mile last year, so we did On Wednesdays we We're Maroon, and we sold pretty well, so it meant that we had a lot of people come up to us and ask us what we were doing to sell well. And... One of them was this woman. So she was literally flying next to us on the mile and her show sounded insane. Like it sounded like a really good thing. So we all went to see it obviously last year. But I just remember her, she had the same problem last year and I don't think she managed to fill the seats. <laughs> right. But she's brought, she brought the same show back Yeah. Oh. and she posted that thing and it went viral obviously. Yeah. Wow.
0: And then she sold out like every show or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But
4: I think she did for a while because I was following her for a while after, so I think she sold out for like a week and then yeah. people started to forget and she was like, guys, I think the Phoebe Wall of Britain yeah. is going to die
0: down. <laughs> I love that. That's yeah. so cool. Would um, you want to talk about your show as well?
1: Yeah, sure. So I'm Alicia. I'm the marketing manager and I'm also the president of my group. Group. so I've been like putting together all of the leaflets and the flyers and the shirts and stuff so you're going to see us in bright purple on the mile um but our, so we're a collegiate a cappella group from the University of Bristol and we put together an acapella comedy jukebox musical a lot of words I know um which is a spin-off of Friends so it's the whole concept of why well, are we really on a break yeah so like we've had a year-long hiatus and there's been a lot of secrets that have been kept like hidden relationships um somebody might have joined another acapella group behind our backs. Okay. So it's very messed up. But um, I think the audience kind of finds out a bit better than we do and then there's a massive conflict and how do we solve it? A riff off. <laughs> so it. it's very pitch perfect yes. and it's just very fun. So it's like a, a lighthearted comedy. We don't really have a demographic. Mm. We basically just appeal to everybody which is nice. And we found that last year we literally had like people of all ages, all interests coming to the show. Which That's was really great. cool. So yeah, we're here for two weeks at 2.35 at Nidri. Stream.
0: And what's the best thing about the fringe, in like your opinion? I guess.
1: I mean, like, exactly what we were saying outside like, there are so many opportunities to meet like minded individuals, have really interesting conversations, and, and just like have conversations with people that you wouldn't generally have, and like obviously we're doing this press thing right now but the most interesting thing is just hearing people's stories Mm, yeah and like it's important to get a reviewer it's important to have people come to your show but when are you gonna have these conversations that are like the reason why you started and like empower you to want to carry on doing it and do something in the future Mm. so i just think it's cool that we get to have these opportunities like who cares if your show breaks even yeah. and does all this stuff? Like you learn from your experiences and the stories you get to tell. Yeah, so, yeah. that's lovely. <laughs> well said
4: as well. Yeah, that's <laughs> so good. I literally agree with all of that. Like, yeah. like
1: the whole like, I'm,
4: no, not the whole reason I'm here. But like, um, I think I've just found that like, so, so I've only our, our show hasn't uh, started yet. Um, um, sorry, okay. I, th- I thought I thought said Holly and that's my name. So oh, yeah. said, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Who, me? <are> <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Um, Oh completely lost my life. Oh yeah, um, I feel like uh, like the days that I've been here. I've been here for like three days ish, mm. um, and like the whole time, I just feel like I'm buzzing. It's like yeah. it's like just the atmosphere A of being around.
1: Constantly. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. And you like see like the people flowering, and you're like, I get you. Like I've yeah, been there. Yeah. Like we're we're doing the same thing That's right great. now. Uh, yeah, it's just I, I mean it's exactly the same thing, kind mm. of being having the opportunity to meet people who like as soon as you meet them there's like something to say that yeah. you're like immediately interested in and you're like well this oh my is God. my first
0: year reviewing the fringe i haven't reviewed the really? fringe before so like yeah just being like on the other side instead of just an audience member to like American be serving image. a pu- sort of purpose i yeah, think it's, it's yeah. fascinating people
4: yeah. see the line and they're like oh, oh i
0: gotta start taking off because these guys got me in <laughs> primark and they were, they were <laughs> just <laughs> like oh by the way we got a show i was like great thanks <laughs> <next." laughs> are you
1: an independent or are you with a company no
0: independent yeah yeah
1: Does that mean... Well, I guess there's only one of you. So do you struggle a bit with like choosing uh, shows? Yeah,
0: yeah, very much so, because I'm only here to Wednesday, and then I've got, like, oh, you know, I was here from Friday, so I had, how many can you see in a day, essentially? Yeah.
1: I've
0: heard most yeah. people are doing about three, four a day. Yeah, that,
1: I did four yesterday. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I don't so know, like, how, I, was, I was saying
4: this to someone earlier, like, I, I
1: feel like as a reviewer,
4: there's, there's. I mean, you can, if so for me, if I go and see four shows in a day, it's like, I can kind of, like, relax I, mm. through them. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, like, I'm kind of tired, but, like, fine. But, like, I think it takes so much energy to, for each one being like, I've got to come up with something to say Yeah,
0: about, yeah you got to like, think about what to yeah, say, yeah. You know? We're the same thing in 50 different yeah, ways, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I the thesaurus out. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and,
1: like, I just didn't realise how much work goes into writing a review. Yeah. So it's cool to see the the scenes because I've never seen that before in my life. So it's cool yeah. to hear your guys' perspective. Yeah. yeah,
0: excellent. Well, thank you so much. I and mean, um, <laughs> thank you for um, all the best with the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. lovely to meet yeah. you.
5: Hi, um, my name's Arista and I'm a part of Fruit Bowl Theatre Company and I am the assistant director, choreographer and co-writer of Losing the Plot, That's a so brand cool. new jeepbox <laughs> musical. and We're um, basically a musical written by students, devised by students, performed by students and officially teched by students, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, and It's all songs from the 80s including The Final Countdown, Tainted Love, Take On Me and a lot of really great hits that will brighten up your day. We're on at 9.55am, um, the show is an hour long, and we're at Nidri Street from the 14th to the 19th.
0: And so this is your first time at the Fringe First well? time
5: at the Fringe, yeah. all of our first time at the oh, Fringe. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. None of us have ever been before, and even Edinburgh, I've never been to Edinburgh before. Right. It's crazy being here. Yeah,
0: so what's the vibe for you? Like, what's the feelings Yeah. So,
5: having? I'm originally from London, but I've been at uni in Manchester for a year, so okay. this honestly feels more like home. Yeah, yeah. It's very like city vibes, mm. you know, and we like I visited a few cathedrals today, I've been doing a bit of sightseeing, planning on climbing off the seat soon. Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. I want to do it at shoes. sunset. It's a big walk. Oh yeah, not not yeah. these boots. <laughs> no,
0: no.
5: <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm really excited to do more of the touristy stuff because I have a lot of friends who go to uni here, so I made them send me oh. big lists yeah. of things to do. And I've seen a couple shows already as well, which has been yeah, really nice. Yeah, what's your favourite? well oh, I don't. I saw an um, improvised comedy yeah. today. It was like I, don't, I think it was called Film Club, I think, okay. and it was yeah. really really interesting because they basically asked the audience to like pick films and then just like improv. All this, stuff. I, I always that. find improv so oh, it's impressive. Fascinating, isn't it? Honestly, like cause yeah. our um, show was like created through improv, but the actual thing isn't. Re- well, sometimes it's improv, yeah. but it's not supposed to be. improv yeah, yeah. most of the time. <laughs> I <got your> toes. <laughs> yeah. But um Yeah, but yeah, I think it's just so cool and so impressive. And I really want to see their improvised musical as well. Like it's really fun, flying actually, because like the exchanges you get and like the different shows that you hear about. Like I genuinely want to go see a lot of them. Yeah. so it's really nice. That's
0: amazing. Yeah. So I guess. Where did the idea for this come from as well?
5: So it originated as a part of Manchester's Musical Theatre Society and um, I, so we were given the brief of people are trying to write a musical Mm. which is of course quite a basic one but we've come a long way with it and um, we basically applied for different positions so I applied for the assistant director position, I was first year, it was second semester I had no idea what I was getting into and somehow I got it which was really exciting Mm. and then I met the director who is now one of my very close friends and um, we basically like pitched different characters initially, and like thought about like how they might get on, how they would interact, like different like romantic interests, like clashes, and like how people like work together. And of course, like we're all creased we have so much experience, like trying to write things, trying to create yeah. together. So it was actually Blood, came like, together, yeah, quite easily. And it was I remember we were writing it over Christmas times, so but a lot of it was over Zoom, yeah, which somehow feels quite normal at yeah, this it point. Does, doesn't it? Feels a bit yeah. like home now. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we like wrote it sort of like calling over Zoom and like just like basically like mind (laughs) jumping onto the page until something good came out and then um, we took the show so we did that at the Manchester Student Union got really good reviews sold out audiences was a lot of fun and um, then we decided we want to take it to the Fringe because we thought like it's a comedy it's silly it's short it's queer it's camp it's so Mm. much fun so it's basically the perfect thing for for the Fringe isn't it? Yeah exactly Yeah, it's fits right
0: in there exactly
5: so we were like why not and it has been a lot of work being on the creative side of it, um, like all of the admin and everything mm. has definitely been a little bit intense. And also because we did it independently, like formed our own theatre company yeah. and had to do yeah. it all by ourselves, basically. But so worth it because now we're here, we've done it finally. Yeah. And we open tomorrow morning. Amazing. Which well, is great
1: really Thank you. And all the best as I'm well. really, really Fingers excited. I can see it.
5: Yeah, I really hope so. Yeah. Tomorrow morning's going to be a good one. Yeah. I feel like the adrenaline of the first night is always lovely. Yeah, exactly. You know, I felt like the first yeah. morning even. Yeah, yeah. I kept saying when I was flying, I was like, opening morning um,
0: yeah yeah coffee <laughs> yeah, yeah usually
5: nine fifty-five. coffee yeah. on the house <laughs>
0: excellent
5: <laughs> yeah cool.
0: you've been listening to the theatre thoughts podcast follow us on instagram at theatre thoughts aus or on our podcast instagram at ttpod underscore official Follow the link in our bio for all of our episodes from Season 1, Season 2, and I'll see you for Season 3 here on the Theatre Thoughts Podcast.